Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgeford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you were blessed by this message. Well, Ali was meant to be preaching this morning, um, but we've got a stand-in and uh, it's really exciting. She hasn't preached for six years, but it won't make the blind bit of difference. So, Spear, come up here, darling. Give her a round of applause. She's a natural. You're in really good hands. And some of you will only know Sos as like the manager of Luttrell Hall. Well, let me tell you, Sos is a woman of many, many talents. Okay, Sos is what you call an all-rounder. You can give her anything to do, and she'll be able to pull it off. So we are going to let you speak to the congregation this morning. You've stood in the gap for... She's an armour bearer to myself and Ali. She always has been since the age of 14. How many years is that? 13. 13. 24 years she has bore our arms. She has held our arms up when we've needed it. She has served our vision. She has put her own life on hold to follow us. And she is an absolute blessing to us and to this house. So Jesus, we thank you for her. Lord, we thank you that you've given her something for today. Lord, even before she knew Ali was ill, you'd already given her something. You'd already prepared the way for her to come and minister to us this morning. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just break in. Lord, that you would open people's hearts and minds to receive everything that you've put within her. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Standing saves. Well, I'm just going to sort the fans out, just because... Uh, want a bit more fanage, Paul? Yeah. There you go. Okay, just bear with me. Oh, what's she doing? What's in the bag? Hiya. <laughs> we all good? Good. Okay, I love water. I love everything about water. My most favorite type of water is the ocean. I love the sea. Okay, I'll take a river, I'll take a stream, I'll take a lake, I'll take a brook. I might even take a puddle. But I love water. I'm not the kind of person to just take my socks and shoes off and dip my toes in. I want in. I'm all in. When I see water, I'm just like, come on! You just stick that slide up for me, Julie. If you're going to be my friend, you've got to like water too. Or you've got to be up for trying out fun in water. And as you can see, I've got a lovely Sarah Taylor there. Claire, she's loving life. Me, my housemate, Shell. And down here, Simon shares my love for water. And he took me jet skiing one year. It was good, wasn't it, Si? He'd already been the day before, and when I arrived, he went, Saves, you're going to love it. I want to take you, I want to take you. And he paid for me, and he took me out on a jet ski, and we had the best time. And then the top one there, that's me tombstoning at uh, Flamborough Head, a Yorkshire coast, j- jumping off the cliffs into the water. I love it. There's no better feeling than being in water. Anyone else like water? 
Yeah, okay. So if you're looking for a title of my message today, it's H2O. H2O. You see, the thing is, water is so important, okay? All plants, all animals uh, need water to survive. There can be no life on earth without water. We just can't exist without it. It's so important. Take a look at this. So this, so our body's made up of 60% water, right? 60% of our body weight is water. I mean, I'm like, if I drink less. I mean, I'm probably going to lose about six stone up here today in this heat. Okay. Flipping out, look at that. The brain, 73% water. The eye, 95% water in the eye. Do you remember when Kathy's eye fell out? When they went on sabbatical? It must have just been bobbing around, in, just in water. Uh, it's, it's fascinating, isn't it? Looking at how much water just, just we need to, to live, to survive. And, you know, we, we, the water in our bodies, it doesn't just help all those things function, but it regulates our body temperature. So in the heat now, it's the water in your body that's helping us cope with this heat. And um, it helps all of our organs, it helps all our body functions, it helps your digestion. You know, we go for wee and a poo and That's water. That's water. Uh, and it's critical that we rehydrate ourselves. And we do that by drinking, by eating foods that contain water. It's just we can't live without it. Right? But the thing is, I'm not really telling us anything we don't already know this morning. You already know that. I already know that. We know that water is essential for life, right? But even though we know it, and as I'm talking to you now, some of you are thinking right now, I should probably drink more water. In fact, when I was writing this message, I was thinking, oh, man, I don't drink enough water. I bet some of you in the room have even bought one of those water bottles where they've got the lines, and it's like, by 10 a.m., you need to have got to this line and drank this amount of water. Yeah, yeah, there's one there. There's one there. He's got one. Gorgeous Gary. He's, he's all on his... Uh, well, it's even pink. Um, what, what line are you on, Gary? 11 a.m. Oh, he's bossing it. What's the next line? Oh, okay, he's, he's doing well, he's doing well. He's down to his line. Or we go through, you know, the thing is, Gary, I bought one of those, right? And I'm going to do it, I'm going to be on this, I'm going to get enough water, I've got my lines, I've got my times. And a week later, it's under the sink. <laughs> Stink, stinks now. I probably can't even find it, it's that far back. And then I go, like, to Sainsbury's or something, and I'm like, oh, that water bottle's nice, that's with you. I went through a stage of just buying water bottles that look nice, and then I'd take them somewhere and be like, got my water bottle, and then I'd go home and be like, where's my water bottle? Oh, it's been at church for a week. Still got the same water in it. And we go for a wee, don't we? And we go to flush, and we go, oh, I should probably drink more water. I really probably should. So this glass here, okay, this glass... This glass of water represents our life. Okay, this is us. Yeah, can everyone see this from all angles? Um, if you're watching online, I hope you can see. Try to make it a bit taller for you. Um, welcome if you're watching online. Thanks for clicking on. Um, if you're catching up in the week, what are you doing? You just put the kettle on. Yeah, okay. Should have been here, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> no, not really, not really. 
your loss. No, no, good, nice one for catching up, if you're catching up on this on the podcast. I've totally lost where I'm going with this now. So this is our life, okay? This is us. Um, the water of life represents us. But the thing is with life, okay, is that stuff just happens. Stuff happens in life. And uh, there's things that happen, and those things are our fault. Okay, we might have a bad attitude. We may, might make wrong choices. We we might think, oh, I really should do that, but I'm not going to do it. And that's just that's pretty much sin. Okay. And there's other stuff in life that just happens, and it's out of our control. It, it's the hard stuff. It's, it's the stuff that hurts us. Someone might die who you love. You might get really poorly. You might feel attack in your body. You might have a relationship that you've lost or is broken down. You might be struggling for money. You, you, might, you might just be thinking, what? What, what, what's the point? What is going on? It's stuff out of our control that hurts us. It, it's just tough. And I'd call that contamination. So the first one, the stuff that kind of self-inflicted, I'll call that dehydration, and I'll call that dehydration because you need to put water in. So the first one, the stuff that you do to yourself is dehydration. Stuff out of your control that just happens, I want to call contamination just comes into our lives we didn't want it to but it just happened and then sometimes in life we're just like we just feel stuck we're just like man is it really this hard it's just the easiest things are just hard work at the minute it shouldn't be this is so simple why is it so hard or is that just me (laughs) and uh Maybe we've got deferred hope. Maybe we'd hope for things and those things haven't happened. And we're just like, well, what's the point? It didn't happen. We might be stuck in a cycle that we, we just can't get out of, that we can't break out of. We're not moving forward. And I would call that stagnation. We're not moving. And all this stuff just happens it just comes in to our life I'm struggling a little bit because the fanage is uh, is blowing my notes all over the place and we end up with a number of things going on so what happens is we we realize we start to realize this is this is happening in our life and uh, we think right we need to take action we need to do something about it. I'm going to deal with it now. Bad enough. I'm going to try and sort it out. And so we grab hold of something to take action, whatever that might be for you, and, and we give it a go, and, and we try and deal with it, and we think, right, I don't, I don't want this to happen anymore. Try and sort this out. Try and deal with it. Let's get that bit there. Can't get that bit. Can't. Oh, flipping egg. Oh, no. Didn't get that bit either. 
It's flipping hard work, this is. Oh, man. Ah. It's all right, I'm on it, I'm on it, it's all right. Yeah, I'm all right, Sai. How are you? How are you? All right? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm on it. I'm dealing with it, thanks. Sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good. I'm, I've only got one spoon, so, you know. I can grab another spoon if you want. No, oh, no, honestly, fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I can see I'm dealing with it. I can see that, but you look like you're struggling. No, honestly, appreciate it. I'm on it. It's fine. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh, man. Hello? How are you doing, Sos? I'm all right, Sam. I'm all right, thanks. How are you? All right, thank you very much. I've not seen you around lately. Um, you going to be at church on Sunday? Do you know what, Sam? Normally, yeah, I'd be there, but I'm just on with some things at the moment. I'm just trying to sort a few things out so it doesn't look like I'm going to be there. Okay. I mean, you look like you were struggling the other day, so we've kind of mean Sarah have been thinking about you. Um, I was hoping to see you at church, but how about you come around for a cup of tea and we uh, cook you some food and that and you come chill with us for a bit? Oh, do you know what, Si? I really appreciate that. I really do. And any other time, I'd be there. Um, I've just got a lot on. Um, I've just got to get it sorted. I've just got to deal with it. So, uh, yeah, like I say, appreciate it. It's all good. All good stuff. Um, just got to deal with it. Um, you know, it's got too much on, really. Yeah, OK. You sound, you sound very busy. Are you going to be in a small group on Tuesday? Yeah, I'll see how I go, um, but it's fine, it's, you know, I'm, I'm good. Um, like I say, normally I'd be there, you know I'm committed, uh, I'm just on with some things right now. Okay, well, just thought we'd give you a call anyway, just to see if you're alright. Like I say, it doesn't sound like you are, but, you know, I can't force you, so you know where we are if we need us. Alright, thanks, thanks, I take care, it's all good, we all go through stuff, I'm fine, it's fine, it's all good, thanks. See, see you all soon, right. bless you, bless you, bless you. Turn that off now in case a real person ring. <laughs> you see, God does want his living like that with all our stuff. He doesn't. This isn't how God designed us to be. It wasn't part of his plan. That's why he gave us his son, Jesus. That's why he gives us the Holy Spirit. That's why he puts the lonely in families. That's why he brings us into relationship with not one another, but most importantly, into relationship with him. You see, just knowing that isn't enough. Just knowing that we need to drink water isn't enough. We know it's essential. We know it's good for our bodies, but it's not enough knowing it. We, we have to drink. We, am I better like that, Rod? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have to drink it. We have to receive it. We have to choose to take action. Okay. Otherwise, 
we become dehydrated, we become contaminated, we become stagnant. So what we do is this jug. I'm just going to get another jug out. Not sure how this is going to go. So it's going to be fine, everyone. It's going to be fine. Don't you worry. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> oh, table's a bit wobbly. See, the thing is, this jug here. This no, I quite like doing that. But thanks. Well, see, when I practiced in my living room, I didn't have this big microphone in my other hand. This is the water of life. Okay, this is, this is, represents God, the living water, the, the Holy Spirit. This jug contains truth, goodness, mercy, compassion, peace, hope, love, grace, healing, provision, forgiveness, strength, power. It contains everything that we need for our spiritual being. And yet we find ourselves knowing this, but saying, I really should drink more. I really should. I know it's there. I really should drink more. I'm glad it's there. I can see it's there. I appreciate it's there. But here's the thing. It's no good just being there. So watch what happens when we look to Jesus. When we pray. When we come to him. When we focus on the word of God, I need more, I need more of God. Come on, let's get, we need more. When we allow him to fully come into our lives, receive all that he has for us, not focusing on the little bits with my little spoon, trying to fish them out all on my own. It's there, it's there. But knowing that isn't enough, look what happens when I pour in the things of God over every situation, over every circumstance. When I speak truth, when I receive, when I pray, when I ask the Holy Spirit to help me, look what happens. Things happen, things change Things start to move, things are washed away, things become clearer, things become cleaner, I feel fresher. And in Hebrews 10, it says, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences, con, con, consciences, Worcester's assurance, have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. And our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly 
Without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another and acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of the return is drawing near. Don't hide away. Don't retract. Don't do it alone. Instead, keep coming back to the cross. Keep coming back to the things of God. Don't just know about it. Be about it. Keep receiving and drinking of the living water. Isaiah 58 says, The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. We saw on the body chart, if you've not got enough water, you're in trouble. Did you see how much percentage your flipping heart and lungs need? If you're not putting that in, see ya. You see, if you're dehydrated, eventually, that's going to, that's gonna, uh, well, it's a horrible process, but if you don't put the water back in, you'll, you'll die. Uh, if you're contaminated, um, then if it, the water's not treated, then you'll be sick. And... And if you're stagnant, that's a breeding ground for parasites and disease. There's no water flowing through it. So none of it ends well. Isaiah 58. We've just read. I got halfway down, didn't I? He'll restore your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you'll be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. God is a restoring God. He wants to restore you. He wants to restore me. He wants to restore the whole of his creation. But he wants to do that through us. He uses us. We're his hands and his feet on the earth. And he wants to restore our communities. He wants to restore our families. That's why we have this vision. It's not about us. It's about God in us, through us, bringing his people to him. Rob and his team going out on the streets, seeing people healed, restoring people's health, faith, going to Ruddington, restoring people there that will respond to the revival service, Keyworth, Cockgrave, in West Bridgeford. He doesn't just want to do it in us, but when he does it in us, we then can go out and do his works and share the love of Christ, share what God has put within us, rebuilder of walls, restorer of cities. Because when you're a well-watered garden, I mean, my garden's not well-watered at the moment. It doesn't look great. But when we start to get a little bit of rain and I sit looking out my patio door, I'm like, oh, look at the bamboo. <laughs> A well-watered garden, it's just healthy. It's joyous. But the problem is, we've got an enemy. We've got an enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants us walking around, focusing on our mess, spending time trying to just get frustrated and, and, and look at that and not look at Christ. He wants to keep us there. 
It wants us to stay dehydrated, contaminated, stagnant. But the enemy might have come to kill, steal, and destroy. But John 10.10 says that, that God has come, I have come, that you may have life and have it to the full, that you can be saved, that you can be sanctified, that you can be filled with the Spirit of God, that you can be baptized, that Jesus can rule your heart, he can rule your mind. You have a new life, a fruitful life, a free life, a full life, a clean life. And that's why it says in Psalm 1, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of living water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves do not wither. Whatever they do, prospers. Woohoo! Come on! It's been more exciting than that. <laughs> good to know. It's no good knowing it, though. It's no good clapping it. It's no good talking about it. It's no good preaching about it. It's no good agreeing with it. We need to be about it. We need to be receiving it. We need to be walking in it. I think I've got my point across. I'm very hot. I'm not going to do an appeal to come forward for prayer. Um, I think this message is very simple, but sometimes the action to simple things can be very hard but they are life-changing. So don't dismiss the simplicity of what God is saying to you today. I don't want you to come forward for prayer because I think that this message requires not intentions, but actions. So I've got these bottles of water at the front that some of you have been dabbing into. It made me smile as I was watching you come up. They even say rock on them. Rock, refreshing, still spring water. Look at that. If God's not speaking to you, it is now. And what I'd like to do is if you feel that God is talking to you, I want you to respond. If he's caught your attention, if something resonates within you, if you feel that you need some life-giving water this morning, spiritually, I mean, you might be thirsty, but there's jugs at the back. This is only come this way if it's spiritual. If you're just thirsty, go that way. Eyes is not going to work. No, it will. It will. God can do anything. Then I want to invite you outwardly to respond to Christ. While everyone's looking around, while every eye's open and every head is up, okay, because this is about responding to him. This is about a shift. So you can't stay where you are. There needs to be a shift. So some of you, you might feel that you just need a cleansing, a clearing, a filtering out of just some stuff. For others, you may just be feeling thirsty of the things of God, just a little bit dry. 
Maybe you've been in a dry season and you need more of him. <coughs> As I said that, my throat just went completely dry. I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't want your smelly feet and your saliva. I don't know where that's come from. Did I? Oh, I don't know. Come on, this is meant to be serious. We're getting people to respond to God. What's going on? It's all right. Let's just relax. So I just talked about, I'm going to say it again, just because of the very physical symptom I just got of completely going dry in my throat when I said it. There's some of you that have been in a dry season and are feeling thirsty for the things of God and you need more of him. And I also, when I was praying this morning, I just added this one in because I think some of you need to filter your thoughts. Just as water becomes clearer when we filter it, for your mind to become clearer as you meditate and think on the things of God. God wants to flush out dehydration, contamination, stagnation, and cleanses with his life-giving water. Now, before I just make this ask and be a bit clearer on what, uh, what I'd like us to do, Paul came up to me bef just before the service started and said, so, so I've just been praying in the back for you when you're preaching. I believe God said this. Paul has not seen my notes. So at this point, I just want to ask him to come up and, and share what he felt God was saying this morning because I'm like, whoa, <laughs> where's that come from? Absolutely is what I'm preaching on. So um, I believe that we need to pay attention to that because that's not just a coincidence. So Paul, if you just want to come up and quickly share. Yeah, as we were uh, me and Chris were praying in the back, I could see this dam. And then, I don't know about... When I was a young kid, we used to knock about down the brook and that. And we used to see these dams where there used to be bike frames, wood, tins, weeds, all sorts that stopped the flow of the brook. You know, and we thought, oh, that's good. And we'd go down and move the things so we would flow the water. And I believe that God was speaking through me, saying that there's many of us here this morning, even myself, that we've got that blockage within us. We're stopping that Holy Spirit coming through us. And it can be many things that Kate started off with and so has been saying, illnesses, problems, fine, anything that we're making his own blockage. And God is so gracious, he won't force it through us. We've got to make that decision. I've had enough of this. God is going to do this. I'm working with God. Let him flow through me. You know, so this water is so precious this morning that we've got to clear that blockage within us. There's only us no. We ain't got to tell anybody else. It's you and the Lord. Just let that water flow through you and clear that blockage. You made the decision this morning, enough is enough. And let it clear. Thanks, Paul. So as Sean and the band leaders, what I'd like to do, I'd like, well, you don't have to do this. I just invite you to do it. I didn't quite think that through, did I? So I want to invite you, if something has just spoken to you, something, it's God, 
It's God, isn't it? It's not something. Oh, something spoke to me. It's God speaking to you. I want you to come forward during the song. Pick up a bottle of water. Why are you at the front? Undo it. Take a drink. Take the bottle back to your seat. And as you drink physically, I pray that the Holy Spirit will meet all of your spiritual needs. He knows exactly what your body needs, exactly the percentage of what's going on and exactly how much you need of the living water right now in your life, in your being. And as you drink physically, spiritually, receive the things of God. Receive from the Holy Spirit. Allow him to move in your life, in your body, in your situation, in your circumstance. And I ain't got a plan after that. But don't miss this opportunity. Sean is going to sing new wine again. Just start coming now. Grab, grab that bottle if that's you as we, as we come together and praise and worship God.